Hi, this is Master Jotty. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 134, the second in a two-part series on the journey to truth, deeper understanding and application. Continuing on this Q&A, we'll just dive right in. So um, as we go into part two, <clears throat> so many of your clients get upset at how uh, their life has unfolded after working with you. Perhaps this is uh, the process that is needed. Um, but when we are in the midst of despair, how do we know that the work we do with you is moving us towards higher good? Okay. Um, and again, that's the distinction of your highest good uh, and then what pure source is about. Uh, again, EI is always about the highest good. Okay, Your highest good is obviously the highest good for everybody else. Nobody else has to suffer. That's how you know. Uh, so this is an example. Um, so this lady, she comes to me. They're having, they're having difficulties um, having a child, right? Um, so she works with me, and you know, I'm sure I've, uh, I don't remember the whole story, um, but you know, if you're congruent, then you know, I'll help you, uh, you know, help that couple get pregnant, and so on. Um, but if it's not, well, the highest good for not only you but society is for you not to get, say, pregnant. So in this example, uh, this woman, she works with me. She doesn't have her child. She breaks up. Uh, you know, uh, she loses, say, her life, so to speak, in her eyes. Uh, but in in my eyes, you know, she was never meant to have a child. I hate to say it, but it's not for society's good to bring in, in another child because you want to keep that relationship intact, right? How many people do that? I'm going to have another child so, you know, the relationship stays intact. Is that of truth? It's not of truth. So you have to understand why you're having a child in this scenario or why you're having X or why you're wanting X. Right? Is it of a highest truth for you? Right? Or is it uh, that because you want to control or consume uh, something or someone else? Right? So again, back to this scenario or this example, a real life example, you know, a pretty nasty letter. And, you know, I took it as it is because, again, you obviously see the emotional or the intelligence level that people are at. Uh, I actually put a quote on Instagram on that. Um, let me pull it up. Um, <clears throat> I'll pull that up as we speak. So in this scenario, one, the reason why they want to have a child because she was afraid of losing uh, the person uh, that they're with. So, so it doesn't work out. And uh, yeah, and I think there was some kind of drugs or something uh, involved or there. She was addicted to something or whatever. Again, not a good scenario to have a kid, right? So, so overall, uh, not the real truth. So um, this is a Bruce Lee statement that I put up. Uh, and if you're not following me on Instagram, it's at Moss underscore Sajati. Uh, it says, uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee says, do not correct a fool or he will hate you. Right? Uh, correct a wise man and he will appreciate you. So, same thing with, uh, with why people or clients say get flustered because their life seems to fall apart. Their life was never intact anyway. They try to put it together with duct tape, right? And over and over and over again, they're trying to keep it the way it is. Well, keeping it the way it is, you weren't happy with it. So when you hit the truth, right, things have to fall apart for it to come into, say, its own natural balance. 
So, and that's why clients, you know, clients come to me and they go, they expect things to come, you know, in a certain fashion, or they expect to work with me, and then they get ascended, and then they, then they get acts because uh, that's their goal. It doesn't work that way at all. It's for your highest truth. Right? Your highest truth is very different than what you probably think your highest truth is. Does that mean that you don't get abundance or, you know, uh, wealth and fame and, uh, if you want that or, you know, a good relationship? You absolutely do. And it doesn't cost you a thing. You perpetuate higher because you have that. Right? So you have to clear the path first. However, if those individuals stuck through it like many strong individuals do, uh, what they're looking for, what they're seeking comes to them. Uh, and this is where, again, religion and the, the Bible and all that comes to them tenfold or more. Right? That's why they say tithe ten, ten percent, you get tenfold back. This is where that actual, the real meaning of that comes through. If you can break through Whatever you're looking for, whatever you're seeking for, will go beyond your expectations of what you get back if you do it from the proper space. Short term, however, many individuals, uh, again, very short-sighted. They don't see uh, where they are. They just, well, they see exactly where they are. They don't see uh, the future uh, or further down. They go, oh, crap. You know, I'm sick or I'm whatever. Uh, you know, it didn't work out. Well, continue on and you get healthier. Kind of like doing a detox or a cleanse, physical cleanse, right? You get sick, but afterwards you feel better because you're getting all the poisons out. The same thing here, right? So, um, perhaps this is the process that is needed. Uh, again, the process, guys, that's needed is dependent on how, uh, trashy or how distorted you ran your life. Uh, before you met me. Uh, if you didn't take care of yourself, it's going to be a harder run for you. So don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on anything outside of you. Uh, look at, blame it, look at your family, look at your family lineage, look at your previous lifetimes. Right? That's what to blame. Right? Uh, it's a great opportunity for you to clean it up though. Not just for you, but then your family lineage going forward. How do we know that the work uh, that we do with you is uh, moving us toward our highest good? Uh, stick with it, uh, and uh, it'll pr you'll prove it to yourself. Just like uh, tens of thousands uh, who have stuck with it, uh, they get to see the benefits. Simple as that. I don't have to prove it to you. Uh, just stick with it. Do the work. Uh, you'll prove it to yourself. Okay. Again, it happens time and time and time again. Uh, um, it's not that it only works for this type. It only works for that type. It'll work for everybody. Right? Sometimes longer than others, sometimes harder than others. As long as you stick with it, you do the work, um, it'll open you up. Okay. Uh, part two, deeper understanding. I'm kind of running in time. Uh, what should we do? What is required for our life to uh, converge with truth uh, to bring in that complete abundance you often talk about? Just to be totally awake, uh, you, and by that I mean, uh, it's not your consciousness, it's not being mindfulness or anything like that. Each and every second, and I say every second, be aware of your physical form in what you're doing. Don't worry about 
you know, taxman's here or this is happening or I'm getting fired or anything like that. And I'm not saying, you know, circumvent that. I'm actually saying be in your body complete. Notice what your body's feeling as you're worrying, even worrying about whatever that whatever that you worry about it's beneficial for you or whatever that you're thinking about okay stay in your body notice every action that you do if you can do that uh, I can guarantee this is one guarantee that I'll give you uh, if you can do that right even half ass uh, if you can do that you will see amazing benefits you will see clarity more than anything, you will see more happiness right, uh, than anything that you've tried before uh, within, uh, if you can do it consistently, within less than a week. And if you do nothing else with me, no matter what happens to you, right, no matter what position or what circumstances you're in, right, uh, and again, this is the only guarantee I give you, if you can do that and just be aware of your body, Right here, right now, no matter what you're going through, even if you're getting abused, cut up, raped, or anything like that, you'll find euphoria euphoria in it. Obviously, most of us aren't getting raped, cut up, or anything like that. So uh, if it's that extreme and you can find euphoria or completeness, you most well uh, likely find euphoria or completeness. And that's the basis uh, of, say, a, a nice strong foundation for whatever you're going to build. Okay? And you don't even have to do anything with me. Uh, I just do it faster for you. That's all. Uh, more intense. Uh, so that's the one thing. Everything else gets taken care of. Uh, what is, again, I just, through the process of the 21 days, the IGHs, uh, the podcast, EI, uh, this, what we're doing now, uh, it's just that you hang out with me, uh, and then, well, I help you peel all that garbage off easier and you become more aware of your body. Uh, what is one greatest obstacle to living, uh, the truth? Well, well living a lie, uh, I guess, uh, living that you think that what you're going through, one, is true, uh, that nobody else has it or nobody else is worse off than you are, right? Because most people think that their situation that they're in, it's the deepest, greatest situation that they're in. And it's not. Um, it's, and it's the only situation nobody else in the world has ever experienced that. that. Trust me, in a small percentage, and again, a ton of people, small percentage compared to billions that I work with, um, pretty much the same, same. It's always about not awakening or running filters that we see our lives through. That's not true. Uh, Many of us believe we're already living from a place of truth. How can we tell if we are, in fact, living from a place of Real truth. Uh, well, of course, you know, any abundance that you have, any existence that you have, uh, that's the place of truth. Uh, of course, the, all of us are living at some level of truth, right? Uh, if we didn't live uh, 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 to a level of truth, uh, and truth defined as what I defined it earlier from EI, uh, we, would, we would cease to exist here. We wouldn't even be in human form. So yes, we all are living in truth. That doesn't say much. 
really. Uh, you know, as as humanity overall, as most people, we'd be, um, you know, you put it on a percentage scale, we'd be like 10% of the truth. We're living 10% of our truth. Uh, not very promising. So, uh, can you live more? Of course you can. By the way, if you're not happy, if you're not complete, if you're not, you know, um, if you don't feel, like say, if pure source or your spirit has your back, you're not living the truth. I don't care how much money you have, how much fame, power, because I meet those type of people. They're just empty like everybody else. Uh, although most of us would prostitute our lives our bodies, our intention, our integrity, and worst all of all, our spirit uh, to you know, make a million dollars or whatever. Right? We do that every day, going to our jobs. Uh, and I'm not saying not go to your job, but be awakened and then go to your job. Be awakened and then do anything else. It'll be much better for you. Okay? Uh, more and more people are calling into you and talking about how they feel overwhelmed or depleted by their path. Yes. Uh, what is happening to these cases and how can someone determine uh, where to take a break, um, when to take a break from the work or perhaps no longer continue on this particular path to truth. So, uh, again, as soon as you use or, you know, come into, say, the space around exponential intelligence or what I do, uh, what happens is that you become awakened, even if it's at a slight level. Okay? Uh, even if you push away from me or you hate me, you're awake. You start to get awakened and it'll bother you. Okay? So you can never go back to where you were originally. Okay? That's not your natural state. That's why that happens, by the way. Okay? Um, so what happens, again, through my abilities increasing, through the layers of the universe becoming more transparent, again, higher frequencies. Um, so you get forced to clear, clean up your space. Okay? You get forced to remove those filters that you think you are. That's why, uh, whether you do the work with me or not, um, uh, it's still going to happen. It's just going to take longer for you. Okay? If you're doing the work, it means that you're more awakened uh, and you'll be prepared as the transition happens through the world. Okay? And uh, again, if you don't trust me, look at the government systems, look at the political systems, look at the finance systems. All those things are restructuring. Look at your life. They're restructuring. So I'm not here. Uh, it's not because of me or the work that I do that you know, you're getting overwhelmed or, you know, the, you're having the issues that you're having. It's just that as the process happens, right, whether you do the work with me or not, it's still going to happen. Right? It just happens at a slower pace for you. Everybody has to be awakened for the next, say, order of reality or the next, you know, the next reality to come through. Right? Everybody has to get awakened one way or the other. If you don't, if you choose not to, you won't exist in this reality. You, you'll die off and you'll see a lot of, say, deaths, mass deaths and so on like that happen. Okay? 
It just will because most people, most those individuals are not ready to awaken. So they can't, and they can't exist in this reality. So think of it this way. The new reality is that there's a new form of, uh, oxygen or there's, you know, we breathe something else other than oxygen, right? So this consciousness is basically helping you prepare to breathe this new gas that we exist on, that we breathe on. Those people are not willing to, you know, adapt. So they come into this existence of the new, this new, um, uh, oxygen replacement, they're going to die off. It's, it's just, again, straight out physics, not being a good person or a bad person. So my point is that you do the work with me, you're going to detox, You're gonna, the intensity that you go through is much more, uh, is in a shorter time frame. That's the only difference. Right? going to go through it anyway. So if you're of that class that I talked about, right, gung-ho, uh, and you're willing to go, and you're willing to be on top of the wave as this re- new reality comes through, then those are the people that will do best with me. Right? Uh, otherwise, uh, just like your current life the way it is, uh, you're going to be, you know, just like those waves that will smash against the rocks, uh, you know, like it always has. Your life will be smashed against the rocks or it will be under the water. If you want to surf on top, you might as well get intense. You might as well get it over with uh, and ride the wave as this new wave comes through. That's the only difference. Again, I just do it faster for you. Uh, some of you, uh, you know, if you, uh, again, if you know, if you don't want to continue or if it's too hard, take a break. Uh, some people do that, uh, and there's many that uh, you know have taken a break. They come back because they're ready for it, right? They're more prepared. It's like, you know, hey, you want to run that marathon, right? Uh, and this is an intense to get you in shape, but you're way out of shape. So what do you do? You go on your own diet plan. You go clean up a little bit. You come back. You're you're a little better shape to. Uh, really get into shape now. That's all. So if that works out for you, by the way, that's why we split up the 21 days because it was getting very, very intense, especially for new people or people who were controlled, controlling, or very fearful. So uh, the coming up, uh, we're, uh, the 21 days have been redesigned. So one, it's more beneficial for people who are in this exact, so it's a little slower path, low intense still. And then number two, for those individuals, and there's a ton of you, which is really good, a new awakening, uh, you want higher intensity, right? Like bring it on. Um, we've uh, adapted to that as well. So both sides benefit. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out who is willing to do the work. Okay? I'm always there for you um, if you want to take it. Um, but I'm not going to you know, pull you in. It's up to you. For the smaller percentage of people who walk into change without detox, uh, is this a rule set that is consistent uh, through their entire transformation process? Or does everyone uh, detox at some point or another, especially the higher you ascend? Yes, everybody detoxes at some point or another. Okay? Uh, the higher you ascend, the heavier and more intense the detox. Um, for those people who are minimal detox, again, 
um, they detox because they're familiar with it at some level, whether it's this lifetime, generations, uh, lineage, and so on like that. Right there at a level, so they've just gotten a little crusty, you know, new stuff, new distortions. So they 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 do a program with me. Those distortions easily, you know, uh, peel away from them, uh, and they're on the go. So those individuals who are um, you know, uh, I would call, say, success-oriented, or they've had some level of success in their life. Those individuals, their detox is very different than those individuals who've never, you know, had any level of success. So, uh, so again, uh, those patterns, if they're instilled in you, then you'll take the opportunity of detox to benefit you and increase you. Uh, and for those who haven't had that level of any type of success. Well, learning, one, not only just success frequencies to survive, right, uh, but then two, detoxing from the distortions that have oppressed you. So, mm, by the way, Jesus, Buddha, all those individuals detoxed. So, uh, uh, how can one decipher between detox and falling away? Versus life just happening. Uh, great question. So, so detox is usually that. If you look at the nuances, okay, is that at some level, um, at some level, you're internally getting stronger and clearer okay, uh, as your life, say, might fall apart, or you might even get sicker. Uh, but at some level, there's some clarity. There's that internal knowing. That's there for you. Okay? Uh, and the reason why it's a little tougher to decipher for those who are controlled, controlling, or very scared, there's always somebody else, say, controlling you or whispering into your ear, your ear, telling you distorted concepts or ideas, or you're not good enough, you're not this, Moss is a bad guy, blah, 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 to keep you under their control. So for you guys, it's a little harder because you don't know what's real and what's not. So uh, the first step for you is to become aware of how you get, say, controlled, and then you'll get to see the difference. Right? But for most individuals, <coughs> for most individuals, you start to see that separation right away. Uh, so basically... That separation is a, is a filter separation of how you see yourself in this reality or in this space-time. As you, say, clarify yourself from that, well, you get to see the distinction of who you are as your physical reality conforms to who the abundance that you are. So your physical abundance or your physical reality has to, say, fall apart as a new reality gets created. That's how, that's how abundance or that's how realities work. You can't build one reality on top of another. One has to fade away as another one gets built. Uh, you have said that some walk out of distortion the same way they walk in. Yes. Uh, so, for example, uh, well, for those who experience negative and, uh, and extreme circumstances, this process can feel unbearable. Yes. What can they hold on to in order to keep uh, going. The only thing that they can hold on to is your, say, your body, your spine, and that's why I urge you, and many of you uh, might take it lightly, but I urge you to be aware of any part of your body at any given moment, right? no matter what you're doing, 
a part of a finger, back of your elbow, or whatever it might be. It's the really only thing because that's the only thing that's uh, real. And for some people, even your body seems to fade away. For those individuals, you know, start uh, listen to the uh, any of the 21 days or anything like that. The podcast, right? Start listening to my voice. Uh, or start connecting with nature, or start uh, anything of a rawness, again, nature, my me, whatever. Um, um, I was going to say kids, but kids, they'll, you never know. Uh, so again, raw nature, uh, so on, will we'll balance you out. Okay? Uh, so uh, again, some of you, who've closed off memories and so on like that. Again, it's all the way you detox. It's your rule set. Uh, if you have to, sometimes you know you remember or you actually re-experience some of the distortions that you went through, not just in this lifetime, in previous lifetimes or other family members who've gone through. So. Uh, though we feel... Um, uh, though we feel um, on a conscious level that we are eager to let go of our identities and distorted frequencies, uh, when you tap into our higher consciousness, you see our spirit holding on tightly. Yes. Why Why this difference in mind and spirit exists? Why does our spirit and uh, hold on if we think we're ready to let go? Uh, in reality, it's really the same thing. Um, so although you're willing to let go, say, of an identity okay, and release from it, right? your spirit is... Um, is 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 a um, holding on, right? Not letting go. Um, it's not that say you're more awakened in your spirit, but sometimes there's a lot of fear. So sometimes you know the reverse does happen. You awaken uh, a little faster than your spirit. So that's one reason. Uh, and then second of all, you might be conscious of that you have to let go or you have to change. But then most likely you change into something that's just as detrimental as you came off of. So that's not really awakening. That's like more patterns of people like running away uh, or trying to do something different to change their life. But they always like circle back into the same thing. So again, people think, yes, I know I should be doing this, but right? there's always that but. It's because that pattern that you run, you know that you should be doing this, but the pattern is that but. I can't. So you're awakened, yes, but uh, you're not looking at the the real pattern or the deeper pattern. It's a cycle for you. So so you think you're awakened, and you think you're say more awakened in spirit, uh, but most likely um, there's a deeper pattern that keeps you say cycling. So if I determine that moss work is not for me, perhaps it's just too much. Uh, are there alternative paths that can lead me to truth uh, and higher consciousness? Well, whatever you've done in the past, don't do it. Because, uh, and again, I just say that from the kindness of my heart. Uh, if you look at whatever you've done in the past and you've gotten to where you are now, is that the level of where you want to be? Right. So you obviously have to do something different. That's all. That's my point. Right. The best thing to do again: be consciously aware of yourself in any situation rather than being in your mind. So, um, uh, all there are alternative paths that can lead me to truth. Uh, it's not about alternative paths. Any path can lead you to truth if you are an awakened individual. Right? It's not the path. 
And that's the key, guys. It's not the path. Otherwise, exponential intelligence would turn into another religion. It would turn into another dogma, you know, another custom tradition. That's why there's nothing that you can hold on to in exponential intelligence. If you think about it, it's just an awakening. Right? That's the key. So anything that you do that awakens you, and you can tell something is awakening you, you'll you'll sense it, uh, or well, in a very short time, you'll get stronger from it. So, uh, are there better times than others uh, to stop the work, uh, or are there times uh, when we should keep going so as not to distort us further? Uh, well, one thing is that sometimes we do need a breather. So I tell people, hey, you know what? Uh, take a break. Uh, or just, you know, don't do anything or give up. Because, you know, sometimes people run these patterns of, I have to do this, I have to do this. Yes, yeah, so the tools that you've learned with me, they're still in function, but they're waiting for you to stop having to do something because that's the program that has to run. Uh, and I tell these people, don't do anything, nothing at all, right? Just don't make a decision, don't do anything, just stand in your space and just... Uh, just watch and be. If you do that, you get to let go of that ch being chased or having to chase something or having to run. Uh, without common knowledge about the process to truth, uh, there's little support uh, in our communities to help us through difficult times of detox. Uh, how do we keep going? You know, there's support groups, there's things like that, but sometimes... Uh, again, you know, the level of detox that you that most people go through, uh, it's I'm, I'm not belittling it, but compared to you know Jesus or Buddha, and you know if you want to ascend to those higher levels, and most of us don't, obviously, um, you know, um, very minimum. So, uh, so uh, sometimes when we come into a support group, what we do is we muddy up the water. And that's why this path is really to be individualized. Although there are, we are looking at uh, ways, individuals who have ascended to a certain level that are willing to help people. Okay? So, for example, I would, in this scenario, you know, I would help you remove the distorted patterns. Right? And then we would refer you to, say, somebody. Uh, and we're looking at that. Somebody who's, say, risen to a good enough level that we trust them, um, um, that they can, like, help you. Um, kind of like, you know, you've gone through the operation now. You're going to go do um, whatever they call it uh, to get you back in shape. So, so we're looking at ways. Okay, guys? And if you have any suggestions, please write in to us at MASEI, that's M-A-S-E-I, at masajani.com. So thanks for your questions and thanks for listening in. This concludes our two-part Q&A series on the journey to truth. We look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Until then, notice what you notice and then notice the details of what you notice.